Welcome to this podcast from the Bay Church. We hope you're blessed by the message. To find out more, please visit our website at www.the-bay-church.org.uk. So I'm speaking from uh, Ephesians 2, um, 1 to 10. Um, and I'm taking a lead from Peter and I've chosen to read it out of the Passion. Um, <laughs> and, his fil- and his fullness fills you, even though you were once, like corpses, dead in your sins and offences. It wasn't long ago that you lived in the religion, the customs and the values of this world, obeying the dark ruler of the earthly realm, who fills the atmosphere with his authority and works diligently in the hearts of those who are disobedient to the truth of God. The corruption that was in us from birth was expressed through the deeds and desires of our self-life. We lived by whatever natural cravings and thoughts our minds dictated, living as rebellious children, subjects to God's wrath like everyone else. But God still loved us in such great love. He's so, he's so rich in compassion and mercy, even when we were dead and doomed in our many sins, he united us to the very life of Christ and saved us by his wonderful grace. He raised us up with Christ and the exalted one. And we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority in heavenly realms. For we are now co-seated as one with Christ. Throughout the coming ages, we will be, we will be the visible display of the infinite, limitless riches of his grace and kindness, which was shown upon us in Christ Jesus. For it was only through his wonderful grace that we believed in him. Nothing we did could ever earn this salvation. For it was the gracious gift from God that brought us to Christ. So no one will ever be able to boast, for salvation is never a reward for good works or human striving. You know, the sense I had was that when we're reading this passage that Paul says, you know, we were dead in our sins and Jesus made us alive. And what I felt was that there's a spiritual awakening that happens. And, th- and I feel like there's an offer today from God that there's a, there's a spiritual awakening for, for, for all of us if we want it. Um, that he breathes life into us and he breathes life into us continually. Um, that, you know, the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, that's all they want to do is just breathe that heaven and that life into us. Um, And I had this image when I was preparing, um, and it was just this huge container. Um, And uh, it really came from when we were, when I first started going to church of my own accord, um, we... there were two types of churches that I was aware of. There were ones in the river and ones out of the river. And I didn't really understand it. But, you know, I just felt that that, that river of heaven is the life of heaven and the life that God wants to breathe into our spirits. And, and I just saw this huge container just around here, actually, as I was, as I was preparing. And I, and I just saw it being stirred. Um, and, out, and then I saw those smaller containers that was scooping up the life that was in it. 
and just pouring it out on people that wanted it. Um, so just as we're here this morning, if you know if that's, you know, if you just want to drink and exorb and just that that life, then um, then yeah, feel free. Um, the other thing, and I, and I read it from the Passion because it, it it really highlighted this to me that I just feel like there are two realms that we we can live in. There's this earthly realm. Um, which Satan has authority in, um, or we can live in heaven and in that realm. Um, and, um, and I'm just going to read, um, I'm just going to read Romans, um, Romans 8, 5 to 11. This is from the NIV. For those who live according to the flesh have their mind set on what the flesh desires, but those that live according to the spirit have their mind set on what the spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are in the realm of you who however are not in the realm of the flesh, but in the realm of the spirit, if indeed the spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ lives in you, then even th- though your, your body is subject to death because of sin, the, sp- the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of him raised Christ from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of the Spirit who lives in you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for me, the, the two realms, the way I see them was just, you know, when you fly an airplane and you just go through the clouds. For me, it's just that level of cloud. I just feel like there's a, there's a bl- just like a blanket. Um, and, you know, we really get to choose where we focus our attention on. Um, and what I kind of felt was, what are we listening to? What voices, what sounds do we listen to? Do we listen to what's going on down here? Or do we focus on heaven and listen to what heaven says about us? Um, um, and also, I just felt, what do, um, what do we make agreement with as well? Because it's one thing to listen to what we're hearing down here, but it's another thing to actually make agreement with it. Um, and, and I just felt that um, it's really important for us to understand not to make agreement with what the things that we're hearing down here. Um, or, or here, because um, they, yeah, and and the other thing is that, and also not to speak out those things as well. That our words really car- carry power; they really carry authority. Um, you know, God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. And and I just feel like you know, as you know, with with the Spirit of God in us, we have the same authority that when we speak that, you know, it has authority. And, and I just felt like, you know, what, what are we going to create with what we speak? You know, without the, with the word that we've got on our lives, what are we going to create? Um, for me, I just feel that, you know, alive in Christ is just living out of a spirit, of our spirit, of the Holy Spirit, of our spirits. Um, and just seeing myself like heaven sees me. Um,
and then another another side to this i guess this the the realms is is that um i was um i don't know really what what sparked it but i i think it was probably going to work um and having a dull day for about 3 years um <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and it it's it is funny because i it worked and it, yeah, I mean, in all seriousness, it was a, it was a struggle, um, and and I felt God say to me that my place at His table is not determined by what I do, um, but it's also not determined by what I don't do as well. Because um, for me, sometimes that cycle of sin and repentance is easier than the cycle of doing nothing and feeling like you have no value because you don't do anything. Um, and I just felt that He just said, you know that my position at the table has got nothing to do with what I do, what I don't do. You know, it's... Um, and then I was... And then I was also thinking about Abraham and Isaac and, and Jesus and the Father. Because whenever I read the, the, the Abraham and Isaac story, I always think about it from Abraham's point of view. That he was promised a son... God gives him a son, and then God asks him to sacrifice his son. And you just, as a father, I guess, you just feel that, that pain that he must have gone through. But when you think, but a lot of the time when we think about the cross, we focus on Jesus, and we never focus on, on heaven and on the Father. And, and, I, and I felt like with, with the cross that there's, there's a part that heaven lost something. That when Jesus came to earth, it wasn't just the Father that lost, that all of heaven lost something. Um, but then, what, what I felt, what I felt happened there was that that as as heaven lost Jesus, heaven gained us as sons and daughters. That there was like this, there was like this exchange that went on, this divine exchange that heaven lost Jesus, but they gained humanity, the, the sons and daughters of God. And actually, they gained more by us being included. And, and it, 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 just, it just struck me, really, you know, that, it, you know, that when it says in the Bible that heaven rejoices when somebody becomes saved, it's because heaven knows that as a collective, as a body, that they gain more as each one of us becomes saved and it grows. Um, Yeah, and just that, you know, there was, yeah, <laughs> I guess that there was a sacrifice that heaven made. But whenever there's a sacrifice in heaven, in the kingdom, there just seems to be more added. There just seems to be a, a gain. You know, I don't know if you know in your personal life, you make a sacrifice because of, because of, because of the kingdom. There's just, there is a, there is a, there's a blessing coming because of that. Um, And I guess that's what it is to be in Christ, is, is, is you know, that, that we're in that family. We're in his family, you know, the, the, the family of heaven. And, and, I, and I guess as I was preparing this and thinking about it, a lot, you know, the, the sense I got was just of this, that I'm, we're just part of a family, that the realm on earth that, we'd like to, that the devil would like to distract us about is that life is about me, that it's really an individual thing that 
you know, the, the, you know, where there's, where my focus is just on me, what I haven't got, or what I have have got, or you know, or how I compare to somebody else that they've got more than me, or they're they're more successful than me. Um, whereas I really feel that the the focus in heaven is the bride. It is it is it is the, the, the you know the whole of all of us together. Um, And I felt like as that family that, that we need to care about what heaven cares about, that we need to care about what the Father cares about. Um, and again, I also felt that there's an exchange that goes on that as we care for what he cares, he then cares for what we care for. And it, you know, it's like a two-way kind of thing. Um, um, Yeah, it's just caring about what he cares for more than what we care about for ourselves and wanting to serve those he wants to serve. That Jesus only cares about what the Father cares about, that he only did what his Father's will was. And it's taking on, for me, that being alive in Christ and being seated in heavenly places is about taking on what he cares about, what he wants me to do. Um, Yeah, I think that's uh, that's all I've got, Alan. <laughs> yeah, just caring for what he cares about. 